0: The Kephart Communications Podcast is hosted by School District of Washington Superintendent, Dr. Jennifer Kephart. With help from our team in the Washington High School Caps Program, Dr. Kephart and her guests share information ranging from district happenings, current events, and student experiences to keep listeners informed about the School District of Washington. If you are a parent, district employee, or community member, this podcast is for you. Let's welcome Dr. Kephart, Ms. Dykehouse, and Mayor Hagedorn from the City of Washington.
1: Thank you, Reese and Frankie, for the introduction, and welcome Ms. Dickhouse and Mayor Hegedorn to the podcast studio today. We are looking forward to hearing more about the city of Washington's history. Can you both provide a brief overview of your roles in the community and your connection to the history of Washington? And Ms.
0: Dickhouse, we'll start with you. Sure. I am the executive director of the Washington Historical Society, and we at the society, we curate, preserve, and interpret the history of Washington, Missouri for our community. How wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. And for Mayor Hagedorn.
2: Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Doug Hagedorn. I've been mayor for almost two years. And uh, although I was in the Air Force, went away to college, was in the Air Force for seven and a half years after that, we moved back to town in 1985, been here ever since then, but I'm a seventh generation Washingtonian. Wonderful.
1: Well, I know that both of you have plenty to share about the history of Washington, and we just appreciate your time today. So I'm going to start with Ms. Dickhouse. Can you share some milestones in the history of Washington that has helped shape our city into what it is today?
0: Yes, sure. And I know when I got this question, it was really hard for me to narrow it down, but when I started looking at all the different things um, that were, I felt were important, it was really nice to be able to say, honestly, it was the um, infrastructure was very important. So I started with westward expansion. Um, we would not be here without the river and the expansion tour, you know, beyond the Mississippi. But also um, industrialization and uh, and infrastructure is highly important with things like brick manufacturing and corn cob pipes and zithers. Um, and so we cover all of that at the Historical Society Museum. But um, it continues today, and it's something that I think is really important for our community.
1: Wonderful. I appreciate that. And we'll make sure in our show notes that we have a link to the Historical Museum. So if anybody wants to come visit, I I hope that you'll tag that a little bit more in our podcast today, but we'll make sure our listeners have that information.
0: Absolutely, thank you.
1: So Mayor Hagedorn is a Washingtonian with many generations, as you have shared in the area. Can you share some milestones that you believe have helped to shape our city?
2: Well, certainly, as uh, Katie just talked about the infrastructure, but building that infrastructure took some doing because when the the first German families got off the boat back in the eighteen hundreds there were no uh, companies around so if they wanted to get stuff done they had to do it themselves and there are still amazing monuments to to those efforts first thing uh, when the very catholic Germans got off the boat said we need a church and so they built Borgia then the other German immigrants began arriving. They built the Lutheran Church, St. Peter's Evangelician Church. And through that spirit of volunteerism that kind of instilled in the community, we can get stuff done if we do it ourselves. We don't have to wait for anybody or depend upon anybody. There was probably a fire back in the 1840s or 1850s, and uh, some leaders in the community got together and said, oh, we need a fire department. Why don't we make it volunteer? 1852 that's when our volunteer fire department started and it's still in existence today and that kind of set the tone for our community of volunteerism and to me that's that's our strength is the volunteerism in our community today.
1: And I would certainly agree, probably in this room and potentially to our listeners, I'm probably the newest to the city, and I would say you feel that right away. You yes. feel that core heart and center of service and support of others and volunteerism. So I, I'm, I know that there have been many, many generations that have helped to shape that core in, yes. in this community. So thank you for sharing that. Ms. House. can you share how the historical society, as, as we talk about preserving and promoting history, how do you do that through the historical society? And there are, are there specific initiatives or, or maybe projects that stand out for our listeners?
0: Of course. Um, well, obviously we have the Historical Society Museum. Um, our, we're actually celebrating our 40th year oh, of congratulations, a free muse- museum, right? And 65 years of our society as wow. a whole. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. So when we go back and kind of piggybacking on that um, volunteer spirit, we don't take any taxpayer dollars. We um, And we have always been free to the public, which is amazing. So we um, In particular, what we do is we collect historically important items uh, and documents, and then we use those items to—we preserve them, one, in our archive, um, but then we also use them to teach about the history to our community. Um, We go into um, the classrooms— all, yes we several, do, <laughs> we you, do. Or you do yes we do um and then we also invite the classrooms to come to us so we invite fourth graders to come to the museum every spring and we do what's called history days and then um we teach them about their local history at, through living history exhibits um and then in, in addition to all of that we host a lot of different programs such as right now we do flashback fridays at the cinema which is really fun it's once a month um The next one's coming up on march 1st which is the same day that the museum opens to the public which is exciting um so those are um we have them at 10 a.m on fridays and they are just a a, an offering that we give um for i don't know historic film and it's it's a lot of fun Um, but then also we do a speaker series where we teach about our Local history as well, and it
1: is an incredible museum to be able to go to both the bottom floor and the top floor to see what what artifacts you have, but also to share the unique and and important history of the city. So yes, March first, and then throughout the summer is a great place for families to go to.
0: And I'm not—I know I'm—I'm I'm biased, but it's quite a gem for I our community um, in its size and its scope. Yes. So and it's free. That, and there's it's always free. a bonus to
1: that. That's right. Mayor, how does the city partner with the Historical Society in promoting and preserving history?
2: Well, basically, just want to support. Uh, you know, like Katie said, it's all through donations, so we don't have to worry about financing right. it, which is <laughs> kind of nice. Don't and unheard to, of, too. And unheard Un- of, unique. that's for sure. But uh, I'm, I am a history nut. And so uh, anything that I can do as mayor and, and we can do as a city – we're there.
0: And they really are. It's not just in words. We've done many projects hand in hand together, which is wonderful. Well,
1: and I do think that that is another core piece of the community. It's not just the support and the volunteerism and the care, but it is a unique partnership that many different community organizations have. And this is a great example of of one of those rich, rich collaborations. So we appreciate that as well. I will keep asking i 'm going to ask about noble historical figures, so Katie, this may go to you. Can you share a little bit about some historical figures from Washington
0: that people may want to come to the museum and hear a little bit more about? Yes, absolutely. So I always start with our founding. We were founded by a woman in eighteen thirty nine which is in unique in and of itself, right, um, and that was actually triggered by. Um, a murder mystery that um, her husband was murdered and um, they had this plan already to create a town. They had already plotted out 50 acres. Um, but her initiative after the death of her husband is really what founded and what led to the founding. And she's she's an incredible figure. So if you want to learn more about Lucinda Owens, we would love to share that with you. Um, but we also, um, her in her lineage, her uh, son was really pivotal in ending slavery in, in Missouri. Um, and then we have characters like Anton Tibby. I mean, we talk about Henry Tibby, who was in who invented the manufacturing of corn cob pipes, but his son was key in a lot of the um, uh, bringing a lot of Um, infrastructure into into Washington, particularly electricity. So lots of very interesting characters and figures in our history. Wonderful. And more to find out at the museum.
1: All right. Well, and that's a really good segue too, mayor. When we talk about the economic landscape of Washington, again, we see it through the school district with the amazing partners that we have, but there is a piece of economic growth that has happened and that has evolved over time. Are there specific industries or businesses that have left, that have left a lasting impact on the community?
2: Well, the oldest, um, family owned business in Washington or pardon me the only the oldest family owned business in the state of Missouri is right in our downtown that's Blackman's machine shop wow. and they're still owned by the blackmans that's wow. that's pretty cool
0: and they were one of the first families yes. off uh, to immigrate here one of the first german families wow yeah.
1: in the entire state that's pretty impressive mm-hmm. and there was a shoe factory in in town as well that Actually was too, Jen. as a huge manufacturer mm-hmm. not just of shoes, obviously, but where many people worked in town prior to closing. Is that correct?
2: That's correct. My grandfather worked there. He was a foreman on the the floor making boots for the soldiers in World War II. And of course, after the war ended, the demand for army boots dried up and the factory closed and it devastated the town. And of course, in true Washington fashion, uh, the city fathers got together and said, uh, "We can no longer have this be a one-horse town, so to speak." So they started the industrial park and populated it with um, very diverse industries, manufacturing primarily, but still, if one would go out of business, it wouldn't devastate the town like happened after the shoe factories closed.
1: So, learning from learning from history, absolutely, and continuing that that true nature of service and Mm -hmm. collaboration Mm -hmm. so wonderful example of that that does also share that every city faces challenges and has to transform much like what you had talked about would you say the shoe factory changes were the most significant changes in washington are there other um big challenges that the city has faced that they have had to adapt to change
2: well i think that's the most excuse me significant but uh always 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 just outside our front door is the river and we're influenced by the river and uh washington has always been uh not just a community in our city limits but uh it's we are the hub of smaller communities around us and several of those communities are across the river. And, uh, when our bridge is closed, that affects everything, right. and as well as, of course, our school district. Yes, yes. So we talk a lot that
1: that snow days, while most communities can talk about snow days, I try really hard to say inclement weather days, because while I have not experienced them, I do know that flood days can change Absolutely. our our school, schooling because of buses across the river. So, yes, that is, that is very unique to the community as well. When we look at the future of Washington, and this is really for both of you and potentially from a different lens, the future of Washington, balancing the preservation of history, but also the need for growth and development. What do both of you see as that vision for where we're headed as a city?
0: Well, we have been um, incredibly blessed with this unique balance of growth and preservation. Um, We talked earlier about the ways in which we partner together, um, both the the city and the historical society, but also it's not just us; it's the Chamber of Commerce, it's the it's Downtown Washington Inc. doing preservation of um, of buildings, and we um, so we're seeing that that balance along this beautiful river, as you had indicated. Um, my hope for the future is that the community will continue that um, sustainable growth while we continue to focus on the historic preservation and not compromise our heritage and culture. I sh- I appreciate that. Thank you for sharing that.
2: There's a couple aspects to this that are really really important. Not just to me, but to a lot of folks in that we need to grow certainly, but we need to grow smartly. Right. We we don't want to have explosive growth. We've got a couple things in our in our corner to help that one we're focusing on infrastructure but from a geological standpoint too we have rolling hills here and it and it's harder for a developer to come in uh to build (laughs) build a subdivision if we if we had perfect flat ground that would make building easier and cheaper and more attractive to developers so um that we use that, that has contributed to our lack of explosive growth. Uh, I think that's so important that we not have that explosive growth. And to do that, uh, we're focusing a lot of our resources downtown, but we can't do it exclusively. You know, we're, we're talking about a, getting a parks master plan, and there's a lot of folks in town who live on the east side who would be interested in having a, a second city park on the east side we, we get that and so how how does that all relate to our growth right
1: well and working on that plan for the future with your team at the city of where is washington headed yeah. in the next 10 years so it's exciting to be a part of that strategic planning
2: mm-hmm. for
1: for the city and for the growth mm-hmm. so thank you for that well, if as we talk about our listeners and our residents that may not be as familiar, we talked about visiting the museum, but what advice would you give for our residents to better connect with and
0: appreciate this city's past? So, I'm I'm very um my advice would be that we're, there's always something more to learn. So I'm, I'm very focused on education and for myself personally and in what I do as my career. And so I want everyone to remember that even whether we're talking about Washington or in our personal growth, there's always more to know.
1: That's very good sitting in a school. We appreciate that too. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> Mayor, what about for
2: you? Well, for me, uh, it's important to focus on the past, certainly, but... It's also important that we attract new growth because that brings in new people. And every community, if you don't have that influx of fresh blood, so to speak, uh, that's not a good thing. Having new people in town like yourself, uh, that keeps us uh, have a fresh perspective that we're not the only people in the world. It's just it makes life more interesting, more, more diverse people that you have here. And uh, I've, I just made a friend the other day. The guy is from New Zealand. Yeah. Hank's Coffee.
1: Yes, yes.
2: <laughs> and, Hank
1: has been a good friend from, to the district oh as well. Oh my
2: gosh. And, you know, when, when you consider that's on the other side of the planet, and how, how does one person from that part of the world make their way to our little hamlet? And he's not the only one.
1: Right, right.
2: And, that, and that's a great thing.
1: Well, and I would even plug our Connect Washington work in making sure that our students get a chance to experience what their workforce passion and interest mm-hmm. is in our community because we do have such a rich variety of what we would call in education career pathways that are seen in our businesses and in our industry. So how can we give our students that opportunity to experience what is available in our community so they may decide to go to a four-year or a two-year or a trade school and know what's here to come back to so they can continue to have the history but to grow the community as well so i i tell parents frequently we really want your kids to be able to come back and live in Washington, live in the community, but not on your couch. So go enjoy (laughs) and and be a part of the community, but yet be able to do that on their own. So that's a a huge part of who we are, too, as a school district. And we appreciate the support of of the city and the community to be able
0: to do that. Yeah, we have an intern right now from Connect, and it's going very well. So if anyone out there is listening and is interested in hosting Um, I I would highly recommend it. It's been a great experience. And also working with the CAPS program has been wonderful. Good. And I know he loves it there. So it's been very, very good.
1: Well, as we start to wrap up today, is there anything that you would like our listeners to know about the history of Washington or any upcoming projects or events that I have not asked you about?
0: So, for all the seniors out there uh, who might be listening, please um, please take this opportunity to fill out your community scholarship forms because we um, we have two scholarships on that form that you would be you may qualify for. Um, so that's one thing that we're doing right now. Um, but also, with regard to the history of Washington, I think really the mayor um, nailed it when he said that we are a community of Servants. I mean, I know he didn't put it in that way, but really we are and yeah, always have been it's really awesome. um, and it's it's the best way to get involved in your community to meet new people um, and to really feel like when you do stuff that are, that is above and beyond yourself, um, it, it makes you feel like you're part of something bigger than yourself as well. Um, and so as far as history, when I tell history, the history of Washington, I trace it back to the, um, the shoe factory and the fact that land was given for that and homes were given for that. And, um, it, it was a lot of enticing this company to come out here and build a factory um we did the same thing as a community for hazel enticing them to come Mm -hmm. here in the 60s um and so that that all links together with this with this vision of people coming together to do things that are that are best for our community Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely
2: um i would like to add that um For the people in my generation, I'm 68 years old. Uh, There's a lot of my generation who are retired, uh, and folks are looking for something to do. And if you are in my generation, or if you are new to town, I just ask you to consider volunteering your time. Please be of service to something else, because there are so many different and interesting organizations That just require people and to put some time in that you can one learn a lot get a lot of self actualization I know that's a fuzzy term, but uh, It's just we have so much to give as a community and you have so much to give as new people and as retirees so please Consider that.
1: And meet some great people and great friends too. So I would agree with that. Well, as we conclude today, if you will join me for my new segment five and 15. So here's five questions that you both get to answer so we can get to know you a little
2: bit better. So I'm going to
1: start with Did either of you have a New Year's resolution? And if so, what is it? I did not have a New Year's resolution. I
2: I purposely do not. (laughs) I, I get that. That's okay.
1: All right. Would you rather fly a kite or ride on a scooter? Ride on a scooter.
2: Fly a kite. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A hamburger or hot dog. Hamburger. Me too. Okay. Would you rather meet a superhero or a cartoon character?
0: Cartoon character. Oh golly.
2: (laughs) Superhero, I think. Okay. (laughs)
0: And your favorite spot in Washington? That's a hard one. Um. Mine is the Riverfront Trail.
2: I uh, mine, too, yeah. especially okay. looking back up at Washington.
0: Especially on beautiful days like
1: I today. Know. So <laughs> I would agree. Well, thank you both again for joining us today and a big thank you to my fabulous broadcast team today with Frankie and Reese and a thank you to our listeners for partnering with us as we live out the School District of Washington mission to inspire achievement, character, and personal growth in all students as they pursue and succeed in college careers and life. Please join us on our next episode where we learn more about the individual career and planning guide or the ICAP that our students begin filling out in eighth grade.
2: And don't forget, you can connect with the district on Facebook, Twitter, at SD of Washington, and the website, washington.k12.mo.us.